the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and Noah, my main man, guess what? I can see you. Yes, this is probably <laughs> the best time of my day when I can start It's Your Life. Look into the other studio and see the big grin from James J.C. Cooley, man. Let's do this. I'm so excited. Man, you know, I am so excited as well, Noah, and, uh, you know, it ain't going to be any any. Things where I'm, I'm, I would be able to see that vein kind of rise. <laughs> no, you know what? The short ribs took care of that, my man. I am in a really good place right now. Oh man, they are good. Actually, <laughs> Casey, you, you know you're listening to the show and you don't know James is a. Uh, I'm going to just say master chef, and he knows how to bring it. And uh, I've had short ribs from him a couple of times, and uh, yeah, the top notch. Wow, you know, always for you, my friend. I told you I had to come back here in style because uh, I missed you over the last month or so. Missed you too. You know, so, uh, but I'm back. I'm here all week. I don't know how many days I'm going to do in studio, but uh, I do believe I get another one in, I'm talking about the studio. Not just a home studio. You know, well, if we have a good enough show, and I know we're going to tonight because we have a fabulous guest, and I'm able to see you here. Uh, I'm going to coax you to come into the studio every day. Man, you know, I tell you, uh, that, that might be possible <laughs> because uh, I miss you. I, I, I truly do, and I, I love being uh, uh, in studio with you. It just uh, just brings the show. It's a different even. feeling, isn't it? Yes, it is, and especially when we got an absolutely fantastic guest. You know, I found this guy. We're not going to mention his name just yet. We will in just a second. But I've had him on my show 15 years ago. And I came across his book, just, you know, cleaning out my my, my books. And he had a lovely uh, personalized signature on there for me. And I got to read reading the first couple of chapters again. And I'm like, I have to get back in touch with this man. And I got to get him on It's Your Life because we're going to learn a lot tonight about American history. We are. We're going to learn a lot. We're not going to mention his name right now because I got to introduce that fantastic co-host of mine who, by the way, decided not to come to California with me this time. No, we miss you, Michelle. Thank you. I missed you, too. Bella didn't want me to go. She's tired of being <laughs> in the boarding place, saying we were leaving her behind. So I, I had to take care of my four-legged friend. I understand that. They just give you that look, and you're like, yep, whatever you want. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and that's true, Noel. And what we tried to do was uh, we was trying to uh, uh, c- come back here for two months in December and January. Uh, but we have a challenge that uh, they're not letting pets uh, flying cargo right now. So we're still trying to work that out because uh, we, we want to spend a couple of months, uh, two, two, two and a half months back here. Then I would be in studio all the time. You know what? I could get used to that, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, Noah, we got this fantastic. Michelle, you, you know this as well. We got this fantastic guest in studio with us tonight. And I, I tell you, uh, I'm just going to start off with my thoughts. In order for us to really get an understanding of who we are, where we come from, and uh, some of the things that we do and we, and we don't know that we do, you first have to understand the history of where you come from. You have to understand your ancestors. And, and that's the only way I believe that you are truly going to get an understanding of uh, who you are, what purpose that God might have for you and that 
you have a destiny. Can I jump in real quick, JC? Yes. One thing that our fabulous guest and I talked about on my last show, we'll discuss, discuss it a little bit tonight. You can't forge ahead in the future unless you embrace the past. And by that, I mean not only embracing the triumphs of the past and what our country which we're talking about tonight or personally have been through, but also the defeats and the missteps you learn from your missteps. Absolutely. Absolutely. We do. And Michelle, you got any thoughts on that before you, uh, uh, before we introduce this great guy and talk, talk about the purpose and, and, uh, all of that. Yes, exactly. I agree. You know, history is important. Not only, your, your, you know, ancestors, et cetera, but history as a whole is very important. It makes you understand the things that are going on in the present when you understand the history of everything behind it, if that makes sense. But, um, I mean, I admit that I wasn't a, a history person growing up. James loves history. And actually being married to him, Noah, I learned more and more and more about history. Um, and also we've been watching shows uh, about history docu- uh, documentaries, and it's been really interesting, and um, that's all I'm going to say about it for now. It's one of the many things, Michelle, that, that JC and I share in common. We are huge history buffs in uh, the greatest sense of the word, and I love all of that stuff. Stuff on the History Channel I was recommending to JC, a few books on tape by Bill O'Reilly that are just excellent lessons in history and we have to remember where we've been as a nation to be able to get a better understanding of ourselves and we do and uh you know i tell you listen on as we getting ready to dive directly into this if you want to be part of this great conversation that's one 888 again that's one 888 michelle can you uh first of all tell our listening audience the title of today's show Yes, the title of today's show is The Importance of American History. Can you tell our, our listening audience who is our great, 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 great guest? Yes, our great, 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 great guest today is Mark Stockwell Moniz. And the purpose of the show? Yes. The purpose of the show is getting to know the background of author Mark Stockwell Moniz, discuss his ancestors' historical role in American history, discuss teaching historical factual events to the schools, and his career as an author in the books he has written. Wow. Can can you just, uh, just, just uh, t- introduce this great guy to our, our audience? Yes. Author Mark Stockwell Moniz is a 14th generation American. Mark was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts in 1954. He graduated from San Diego State in 1978 with a degree in journalism. His ancestors were among the group of settlers who received the charter from King Charles to establish the Massachusetts Bay Colony. They founded Charlestown, Massachusetts in 1628. Several of Mark's ancestors fought in the American Revolutionary War under the command of General Artemis Ward and later General George Washington. Mark is a member of the Bunker Hill Monument Association, Sons of the American Revolution, and the Sons of the Union Veterans. He lives in San Diego County, California with his family. He is the author of Fog on the Hill, General Gage, Here We Are, Come Get Us, The Battle of Bunker Hill, George Washington, Unsung Hero, Seeds of American Liberty, Prayers for Today and Tomorrow, Ode to the Five Hole. The James Cooley Show, it's July, proudly presents Mr. Mark Stockwell Moniz. Mark, welcome to the show. How you doing, my friend? Good. Thank you so much, JC. Man. Really appreciate being here. And I want to say thank you for your service to the nation. Thank you. Thank you. Now, so uh, we got a break coming up, but I want to ask you this question sure. real quickly, probably about 60 seconds or less. Uh, what was it like growing up in Boston, Massachusetts? Well, um, if you grew up in Boston... You are a sports fan, <laughs> period. You know, you love your Boston Bruins. You love the Red Sox, Celtics and Patriots and everything else. So it's, it's, um, it's, it's a very cultural thing. Not that that is not likewise in other cities across the nation. But Boston is probably preeminent with sports nuts. And I was one of those kids that grew up under that. Um, 
and I played all those sports. Wow. Especially hockey and baseball. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Before we dive off into uh, uh, really getting the opportunity to know Mark, uh, we're uh, we going to take a station break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to really get a chance to know this historian and uh, learn a little bit about him, uh, his legacy, his family, and how uh, his family helped shape the United States of America. I tell you, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cool. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I'll tell you, we we got uh, this great guest, Mark Stockwell Monet. And I tell you, uh, just uh, having the opportunity to chat with him for about an hour prior to the show and and just learning so much about this this young man is just uh, incredible. It's just incredible. And uh, I tell you, we're getting ready to really dive deep and, and learn uh, a lot more about him. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, and we're talking about the importance of American history. <laughs> and uh, we're getting ready to dive deep into that. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven again. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Mark, did you always want to be a journalist when you was a child? Uh, if so, how did that help shape your thoughts once you found out your ancestors and what type of significance that they had? First of all, from the state of Massachusetts, and then shaping. Uh, America the way that it is today? Well, as a young student, I didn't aspire initially to be a journalist. However, I was on the road to that because I liked writing. I wrote some poems. I liked words. I liked the meanings of words. And English was my, aside from history, my second favorite subject in school. And uh, once I did find out about my ancestors, which was in 1989. Unfortunately, I'd been lost the information about my family. Um, I was just amazed 
but not surprised how an integral part of the Stockwells were in Boston from the revolutionary times and before. So I learned this information in the shadow of the Bunker Hill Monument because my mother lived in Charlestown and that's where a genealogist handed me a package and say, this is your people and this is what they did. And I was always I just totally amazed and that opened up a lot of doors for me. And from there, I immediately joined the Sons of American Revolution and it changed my life forever in the sense of realizing who I was and where I came from. And everything's been uh, just even more amazing as I find out some finer details, per se. Mark, this is a two-part question. Why did you become an author, and who is your favorite author? Well, my favorite author is Thomas Fleming. And Thomas Fleming was the man most instrumental in bringing back to the forefront uh, the Battle of Bunker Hill. Now, the Battle of Bunker Hill was the largest and bloodiest battle of the Revolution. It was the second battle, but it was the battle where we built a redoubt on a hill and said to the British, basically, here we are, come get us. But Thomas Fleming, he was instrumental because he wrote a book in 1960 called Now We Are Enemies. And that's a phrase that Benjamin Franklin wrote to a friend in England and said, now we are enemies. Thomas Fleming took that phrase and made it the title of his book. And I was fortunate to meet Mr. Fleming and kept in touch with him um, before he passed uh, about six years ago. He is probably the foremost, along with Mr. McCullough, one of the greatest American historians of the 20th century. And I wrote, I started writing um, American history because of losing it in our, our schools and also the revisionist historians who want to basically lie and certainly omit a lot of things about our history. So I took it upon myself, just as any person in the um, 17th century or 16th century or whatever century it was, an everyday regular person to do something about what it is that is bothering them. And I started writing, and I was very happy that George Washington's Unsung Heroes, my first book, um, was such a success, making its way into school districts and things like that. Uh, I got a hold of a, a high school history book, and there was a mere one page of the American Revolution, and that really appalled me. So that was the impetus of writing my first book. Hey, Mark, Noah here. Uh, so glad that you're on the show tonight. And something that's very, very passionate in, in my heart is I hate it when people try and reinvent history. And, you know, they don't stick true to the facts. So what is your concern about revisionist historians and how they negatively impact us? I mean, it's, it's a bad thing. How deep does it go? And if it doesn't stop, how do you see it affecting the nation going forward? Well, as I said there's hardly anything being taught in schools, especially the high school level, um, where we should be learning about the nation's past because basically a person who is ignorant of the history of the nation is a person that is devoid of some of the history of themselves. And what revisionist historians like to do is certainly omit they're very good at that, but now it's become even more treacherous because they just outright lie and twist things around. The facts aren't correct. They're opposite 180, and it's not good because we already have a generation of people that really don't know much about the country. And as I suggested, you have to know the history of the country to understand why we are where we are now. And... That That is really the impetus for it. I just, I had to do something about it. Loving history. So with my journalism degree, I'm going to put it to good use. I'm writing books. And that that is basically it. 
Well, I love that you, you, you know, you're, you're a writer and, you know, you have a very great way of conveying your words, not just for people in general to pick up on it, but the fact that the kids can pick up these books, especially George Washington's Unsung Heroes, and be able to read it and go through it and understand it. That's so important. Besides your ancestors' historical role, obviously, why do you specifically love history? And James is holding up the book right there. It is a great cover. Why do you love history, Mark? Well, it probably goes back specifically to uh, the Battle of Bunker Hill and the Bunker Hill Monument, which I used to view virtually um, every day, or at least most of the time when I was a kid. I was intrigued by this battle site. I didn't know what it was that pulled me to this battle site. And in 1989, when I finally found out about my genealogical past, my, my ancestors, I had uh, a great, a fifth grade grandfather who fought at the Battle of Bunker Hill. And it, it just all came to light that day. I still remember vividly. I was in Boston in the shadow of the monument. And it was just, it, it confirmed everything that I felt as a kid. I didn't know why I had this, these feelings. They, they were, they were, um, it was more than an interest. It was almost magnetic. Or I'm, I'm not quite sure even what word to use, but I was drawn to the Bunker Hill Monument, unlike anything other than, of course, my beautiful wife and my daughter um, in ice hockey, of course. But I was such drawn to this um, this monument. Um, so that, that, that was it. That, that was really the, the impetus of writing and uh, trying to correct uh, revisionist historians and just tell it like it is. So in my first book, George Washington, Unsung Heroes, I made sure to include all the people uh, representative of the United States. Uh, it wasn't even in the United States when the, when the war began. Uh, it was still about 14 months away after the Battle of Bunker Hill. But in George Washington, Unsung Heroes, I made sure to include... Um, Women, people of color, different religions, and be why? Because it's factual. That's why. Wow. You know, so uh, we, we opened up the show. We were talking about uh, uh, knowing where you came from and actually so you can get an understanding of history. Yes, sir. And uh, you and I was talking in the green room, and uh, we talked about it's a lot of, if you ask a lot of I say today's, I wouldn't say youth, but I say 30, 35 year olds. Uh, and you asked them a question. Um, where, which uh, country did the United States, uh, you know, pull away from me for their independence? And uh, a lot of them do not know. They don't know. <laughs> can, no. you, can you explain that a little bit? And not just that, but it's a lot of adults that uh, do not know either. Again, it comes down to the educational system in the country. Uh, they're just simply not taught, and they're not taught for a reason. Um, unfortunately, our educational system has been usurped by people who want to bury our history, but they want to emphasize perhaps bad parts of our history. But because we're such a great nation, we have undoubtedly we have right, righted a lot of the wrongs of this country. But unfortunately, the educational system wants to harp on and keep um, pounding on the fact that there were things terribly wrong in the country, terribly wrong. But I would suggest to everybody, why is the world beating down the doors to come to the United States? Whether legal immigration or illegal immigration, that is such in the news now because they know how great the United States is. So a lot of these um, politicians who want to call Americans names, really bad names, uh, they're very misguided because we are a great nation and we have righted virtually all of our wrongs and we keep on continuing to do that. The United States is... It's it's not perfect. The people are not perfect, but we have documents to go by that help make us and guide us. 
And it's all a part of our history. We have to know our history. We have to know what's in the Constitution. We have to know what's in the Declaration of Independence. We have to know all of those things. And uh, as you have to look at history as a whole. And uh, this is a great country. I love this country. I mean, I've been overseas many, many times. And there's no place like the United States of America. <laughs> I don't care. There isn't any. Yes, but sir. I t- but I'll tell you what. We're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back and continue this great conversation with this great man. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I know I'll tell you, man, there's nothing better than me, man, to uh, actually get a a history lesson, uh, especially with what uh, a historian like what we have today. I was just going to say, you know, you and I, we love reading about history. We love listening to different things about history. It's kind of ironic that we're doing our own kind of historical adaptation right here on the show. We're doing one. And I tell you, uh, uh, this this young man, uh, he tried to tell me he wasn't young. (laughs) Uh, But I'm looking at all of these books that uh, he has written. uh, And uh, I'm looking at uh, we talked a a little bit about uh, George Washington, the unsung hero. That's a great book. And anybody that I tell you, you can get this book on Amazon uh, right now. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about all of these books in a few minutes. And also his latest book, Fog on the Hill. This is on Amazon as well. He just released this one. And uh, I love the cover I, of that. Yeah, I, I love the cover to all of these books. 
And one other note, just like I, I mentioned, man, if you get an opportunity, I've just been reading this, just going back through this, uh, uh, prayers for today or tomorrow. Yeah, you have to this, email him to get that book, which I think he's more than happy to do for you. It's something really special. It is so extraordinary. And actually, uh, he just gave this one to me. I think he gave you one he as well. He did give me one too. I'm very, very <laughs> Of course. <laughs> you know, so I tell you, if you want to be part of this great conversation, uh, please do. That's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. And that's Mark Stockwell Monet. You know, so... Mark, yes. you've been you have been a guest speaker at many schools, giving history lectures to children, emphasizing the importance of learning how to become patriotic and how this benefits the nation and self. In what ways do you convey this message to the children of these schools? Like, how, how do you make them really understand the importance of it? Well, first of all, you make them understand that they are special. There's a reason why they're here, and there's a reason why they were born into the greatest country on God's green or blue earth. And I talk about the American Revolution and the self-sacrifice of the ordinary person, the person of all colors in all religions who fought for the liberty of the United States. And this instills in kids... Self-esteem. You have to build self-esteem with these children. And when I talk to them, they're just amazed that these men 250 years ago and women 250 years ago put everything on the line to break away from the British crown. And um, I just talk to them and answer their questions. And it's been really eye-opening. And it's always rewarding if some of them send me thank you letters and, and notes from the class. It's it's really cool. Now, Mark, you've authored many books, as we just talked about. One thing that uh, I would like to talk about right now is your first book, mainly because I've read it and it's fabulous. And it's for 15 years been just a source of inspiration for me personally. And I've been rereading it again just before recontacting you. George Washington's Unsung Heroes. Now, tell us, first of all, why you wrote the book, and then very quickly afterwards, what is your favorite unsung hero in that book that you wrote about and why? Well, uh, as I reiterated earlier in the show, I wrote it primarily to counter uh, revisionist historians. And this book is 33 short chapters in es or essays of the little-known heroes of the American Revolution who had some kind of dealing, uh, whether personally or through correspondence or on the battlefield with General Washington. That's why it is Washington's unsung heroes, General Washington's unsung heroes. Now, I would be kidding you if I didn't tell you that my favorite, of course, is my family, Captain Daniel Stockwell Jr. and his younger brother, Major Moses Stockwell, who was with Washington for virtually all eight years of the revolution, he actually saw three surrenders. He saw the British surrender Boston. He later fought with General Gates up in, in upper state New York and saw the British uh, surrender at the Battle of Saratoga under their commander, gentleman Johnny Burgoyne. And finally, he was at Yorktown when General uh, Cornwallis had surrendered the British Army, and that was literally, virtually the end of the American Revolution. Other than that, somebody outside of my family, not Captain Daniel Stockwell or Moses, Major Moses Stockwell, would be Abigail Adams, because she was the first lady of the United States, the wife of our second president, and she had a, she really had John uh, implement a lot of ideas and 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 proposals that she had that he talked about in the Second Continental Congress. Wow, <laughs> man, this is uh, such a history lesson. Uh, but I know that uh, you got a new book coming out. Yes, and it's called Unscheduled Mud. 
Yes. And, and no, no, I don't think you know about that. No, I don't. I don't. And uh, I want him to really tell this story because as a a little boy growing up, we really shape our history by the things that uh, we experience that we go through. And sometimes we fall down a lot. Sometimes we fall in the same place many, many times. <laughs> over and over again. Over and over again. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I was fascinated because uh, Mark was telling me about how he kept falling in the same uh, ditch or creek. Uh, and one day he did it three times in, in the same day. <laughs> Mark, can you tell uh, our listeners a little bit about that uh, and so they, they can get an understanding that uh, – Everything got purpose. Right. It has purpose. So uh, Unscheduled Mud is uh, my new poetry book that I will release in 2022. And the title, Unscheduled Mud, is a a personal story where I lived in a low-lying area. I lived in a marshy area, and there was a creek that ran by the property that my parents owned. And I used to catch minnows in a in a milk bottle. We put bread in it and it'll tie a little string around the neck and catch the minnows. But I kept on this one particular day, I kept on falling into the creek. Uh, I fell in once, went home, got changed, fell in again, went home, got changed. My mother's beseeching me at this point, don't fall in the ditch again, please. We call it the ditch, but it was actually Diamond Creek in Revere, Massachusetts. I fall in again and I have to go home and look at my mom. But every time I did, I was wet and I was muddy. So that is that is the title of the book, Unscheduled Mud. But it also has to do with my generation, certainly. And it still happens here in the United States, most likely in rural areas where kids don't have play dates. City kids have play dates. I understand that because of the way the world is today with technology and everything else. You have a play date with your friend to go play a sport or a get-together. It's called a play date. We didn't have play dates. We wouldn't have known what you were talking about. What do you mean play date? I was five years old, a mile from the house, riding my bike at the beach, down at the river, in the creek, at the playground, in the wintertime, playing hockey in the marsh, that type thing. So... Uh, unscheduled mud and it'll be a compilation of uh, a lot of the poetry that i write is about the natural world about nature animals some historical poems and, and just some silly stuff which is good i like silly stuff sometimes we need silly stuff and you know i'm jazz because i told you on on my show mark i love poetry and i love the title of the book Thank you. Unscheduled mud. <laughs> Unscheduled mud. Uh, Noah, <laughs> I was almost, I was trying to stay together when he was telling me about that one, man, but I almost lost Very it. similar situations that happened to me as a child, and over and over again it was. And, you know, we all, um, that's how we learn. It is. And yes. and just like I mentioned, that's, sometimes that's what shapes uh, our character that's what shapes who we are and that's that gives us purpose uh, and it adds on to a lot of things that we are going to accomplish as we uh, get older real quick before break and it goes back to what we were talking about historically at the beginning of the show it's so important that we remember the past and I emphasize again not just the victories and the triumphs but the times where we fell over and over again and learned from those mistakes so that as a nation we could get better and we could get stronger and that's what it's all about and I tell you we got to take a station break don't want to Noah <laughs> but, uh, but uh, we got to take a station break and uh, again if you want to be part of this conversation that's one 888 again that's one 888 it's your life. I'm James Cool. We'll be right shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our 
cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, uh, just uh, doing the break... I'm over here, a uh, tickle pink, laughing, having fun with Mark, looking at Noah. He's having fun, watching Michelle uh, on on the Zoom call. Everybody's having fun. Everybody happy because anytime that you get an opportunity to learn, that should make you happy. Uh, that should make you want to expand and extend your knowledge in everything that you do. And so, Noah, you know exactly what I'm saying. I feel you 100%. And, you know, and this is just a classic case in point where learning doesn't have to be boring. You can learn. You can laugh. And, you know, it can just be a great time. And at the end of the day, everybody's a lot more educated. A lot more educated. And uh, I like what Mark had said. I mean, uh, learning history, it, it, it encompasses everybody, regardless of your color, your religion, uh, all of those types of things. We need to learn to love each other the same way. Uh, and, you know, just start pushing aside all the nonsense. Amen. You know, it's, it's all about love and compassion. But in order to do that, you have to know your history. So, listen on this. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight eight eight. 344-1170. And before Michelle chimes in, I am pointing out, she told me the question during the break. I got a sneak preview. I am calling this, as the producer, the superstar question of the show. Uh-oh, I can't <laughs> wait. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> Mark, my question is this. Um, I understand about, you know, the schools um, teaching certain historical facts. But what about the accountability of the parents? And I'll give you an example. Hollywood, entertainment. Growing up, we've seen all these history, quote-unquote, movies on television. And they would I would say they're 50% accurate. So in your opinion, isn't it the responsibility of the parents when their children are watching movies like this to really educate them and really point out the myth facts and the things that are factual in these movies. In my opinion, I think Hollywood glamorizes history movies and make a lot of them not factual just to gain a a higher rating audience. What are your thoughts about that? Well, Michelle, I absolutely agree with your um, um, ideas, uh, what you just said to me. Uh, For instance, I was watching a documentary in the Battle of Bunker Hill, not surprising, and uh, there was a little clip afterward where the directors and the producers were talking about, well, we try to make this authentic as possible, and uh, they were pointing out the buttons that are on the Redcoats um, battle jackets, uh, per se. And while that may be true, some of the battle, because I know the battle inside and out, was really factually incorrect. And I'm, I'm sitting there kind of yelling at the TV, going, well, that's not true, and that's not true. 
How can you depict that? So this goes on with a lot of Hollywood movies in history. And uh, I'm sh- there, there's always an excuse, um, whether it's because of production or cost or for brevity or whatever the problem is that Hollywood twists our history around. And that's the problem because people see it on TV. They see it in the movies theaters and they just take it for granted that it's true. And yes, the parents, this is where it's important that parents know our history, that they, they are – your first teachers are your parents. They have to correct what they're seeing and tell their children, well, no, it didn't really happen this way, and I'll show you why. And then perhaps crack open a history book and read it to the children and tell them this is just Hollywood, and um, they're depicting it some way perhaps sometimes because of a political reason or what have you. But, yes, parents have to get involved. So we know that parents, for other reasons right now, are at school boards, but they have to insist that history is taught and and taught correctly. On that note, Mark, I was thinking, actually, as you were speaking, and you're you're obviously – I think an expert on the American revolution and people can learn a lot by reading your books and your different works. If there's another time period in history that's being rewritten, that you could come up with a historical educational book, much like George Washington's unsung heroes or fog on the Hill, but a different time period. Is there something that sticks out in your mind as something of importance that you would like to cover one day in the future? Well, that perhaps is the Civil War, um, our our very tragic Civil War, which I had a an uncle died in our Civil War. Um, some of it, again, uh, because of Hollywood, are um, depicted as uh, not they're they're just not factual. Things are omitted. In our Civil War, is truly the point in our history where our nation became the United States. And I'll explain. If you ask somebody in the 1850s, the 1840s, where are you from? What's your your country? And they would actually say their state. So the United States, in a phrase, was talked about as these United States. You still hear that once in a while. But as if we were fragmented, these United States, after the Civil War, we certainly became the United States. But the the United States Civil War was such an epic and tragic thing that most people that know anything about our nation will point to the Civil War as uh, something that they maybe can talk about. But they have to be factual about it and why the war started and the implications of um, both the rank and file of the South and the rank and file of the North. Not so much the leaders, not the Confederate government and not the U.S. government at the time, but the regular people. Those have to be factual. Wow. You know, we're coming toward the end of the show. Don't want it to end. Uh, but before, uh, if I have an opportunity to ask you another question, I want our listening audience to know now, how could they go about getting your books? How can they go about getting in touch with you? How can they go about learning a lot more about this great man, Mark Stockwell? Uh, <laughs> well, you flatter me so. Uh, thank you so much, JC. Appreciate that. Um, you can directly email me at amrevpub at cox.net. I'll spell it out. A-M-R-E-V-P-U-B at cox.net, C-O-X dot N-E-T, amrevpub at cox.net. And if you're interested in any of my books, I'll certainly get one to you. Other than that, my two latest, well, my latest book and my first book can be found on Amazon. And that would be Fog on the Hill, General Gage, Here We Are, Come Get Us, The Battle of Bunker Hill, in my first book, George Washington's Unsung Heroes. Prayers for Today or Tomorrow, Ode to the Five Hole, and Seeds of American Liberty, 
just give me a, a, a holler at my email, mrevpub at cox.net. Wow. I certainly want you back on the show to talk about this a little bit more. Now, we're down to the last minute of the show. Sure. But I, 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 I want to thank you so much for taking the time. And hope I get a commitment like JC. Yes, so we, I'm gonna do this again. With sure, you. I don't mind coming here. <laughs> you know, so I uh, like sitting here. I used to sit here 15 years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and so thank you so much. I'd like to thank my great co-host Michelle Cooler, who's back in Texas uh, with our little buddy Bella. I'd like to thank my fantastic producer Noah Dingley, who's always guiding and leading and teaching. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking the time uh, to. Uh, uh, listen to the show uh, every night and uh, uh, we are always looking for sponsorship so we can continue to bring this great message back. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. It's your life from James Cooley. Actually, let me ask real quick because we got 30 seconds. Uh, not, not time for the music yet. I see that, uh, that Mark, you actually played for the Boston Red Sox from 1969 to 1971. How come you guys couldn't beat the Astros? well um let me tell you a little secret i was a team member of the boston red sox during those years but i was the bat boy (laughs) hey you need to pass on some of your knowledge because yeah Um, astros got to be it was it was the pitching of the astros remember good pitching always that is true will will beat good hitting and that's always true but i tell you uh i want everybody to know that the atlanta braves are going to win this World Series, and they they they're gonna get some revenge uh, for your uh, Boston Red Sox. But uh, uh, but those are my braves. Again, tomorrow, same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.